righteousness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. 50% ratchetness. Tell them ratchets to sit down. This is becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. Yeah, it's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Prince of People. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. The weekend is here. What's happening? How are y'all feeling this morning? I feel pretty good. You sound excited. I'm always excited. I'm happy to be alive. You know what I'm saying? We love Fridays. I like life. You wake up, you take a deep breath, you take a step, and you just appreciate God's greatness. That's it. Simple as that. So good day today, everybody. Absolutely, yeah. Happy Friday! That's right. It's always a great day when you get to just spend it and just enjoy your family, enjoy your kids. I had an early day yesterday. I got, a, I got a chance to get out the city about 1 o'clock. And I just got home and I just got to... I took Madison. Madison's going to the prom. She's a, a some a boy. Invited her to the prom. So Why did you say some boy? I said boy. <laughs> yeah. Invited her to the prom. So we, we, had, we went prom dress, uh, dress shopping again, oh, which is nice. very difficult because she wants to wear something that nobody else is going to have. But she should have had a dress made. You know what? Oh, y'all got money. Gia had a it dress actually made. It's cheaper it's to have a expensive. dress made than it yeah. is to What do you call buy not one? that expensive? For y'all or for everybody? Because you, all you have to do is buy a pattern and buy the material. Yeah, buy the material. That's, That's actually cheaper than How much it costs? buying a dress. It could be $200, $300. To really? make a dress? Ain't no, a less dress? than that. Oh, I see. My, oh. Actually, my mom used to make a lot of my clothes growing up, so buying material is probably like 20 bucks. Now, I'm not going to sit pattern. here in front and tell you Madison's dress is going to be two, 300 but, you know, that's how much it would cost to make a dress. Madison is... She's a little. She's on another scale. She's on her mama scale. So she wants some That's because you'd be paying someone else to make it. Absolutely. But anyway, so Gia made her own dress when we went to the prom. And I remember when the dress came out, it wasn't right. And it was like five days to the prom. Yeah, and that's it, hard. it looked horrible. My and mom made my prom it. dress, actually. How did, how did it look? It was fine. But you know what? I was annoyed because she was procrastinating. So the day of, it still wasn't done. And I just remember being at home and being like, Ma. And then I had one of these slits in the front. And she made them... Not high enough because I wanted them up really high, but you know your mom doesn't want you to have high slits in your dress. What prom? Yeah, what prom are you talking about? That got to be a senior prom. Yeah. Oh, what prom are you talking about? Well, my daughter's a sophomore, but a, a boy that's a senior asked her to go. Yeah, she's going to a senior prom. <laughs> what you what you hold, hold about? What you, wow, you allowed that? You want to know what I did you after the prom? A senior maybe? to take your sophomore daughter out. What? Whoa! What? Wow! All right, let's let's wow. is that legal? Let's 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 plan this out now. <laughs> wow! Of course, there is no limo. They are going to be riding the Maybach that my oh a Maybach friend is wow. going to be driving. Okay. The Maybach. Then when they get to the prom, <laughs> my wife is a chaperone at the prom, so okay. we we got everything covered. I'm good money. All right. And then, like I said, since my friend is driving, where are they going to go? But to the prom and back. That's true. They can figure it out. I got this plan. They're not going to go to an after party or anything? Hell no. No after party. I just remember after the prom, we had an after party. Yeah, it was a good time. What happened at that after party? It was fun. What, what, what I'm going to tell fun? you that truthfully, when I went to the prom, I had a boyfriend, but that's not who I went to the prom with. I went to the prom because he, he didn't go to my high school. So I just went like with a bunch of friends, but I went with one of the guys from my high school asked me to go, but he wasn't my boyfriend. And I left and went to go see my boyfriend mm. after the prom. Okay. Sounds right. pretty thotty to me. Well, let's get the show cracking. Snoop Dogg will be joining us yes, uh, this morning. We'll kick it with Uncle Snoop. Oh, I wonder if he's going to pull up in a Maybach. 
I'm sh- sure. No, I doubt it. <laughs> he flew private up here. You never know what Snoop's going to be riding. Yeah, I doubt he riding me back. Uh, anyway, so we'll kick it with Snoop. Um, He got a new record out he was talking about. I hope I can get it. Uh, we'll see. It's featuring Davies. I don't know. Hopefully today's National it. Back to Work Day, too. Why on a Friday? I have no idea. Well, really? not at work. <laughs> I don't know, but it's National Back to Work Day. Today's I don't even know what that National means. National Cheese Souffle Day. Yeah, that's white people stuff. What's a Mother Whistler Day? I have no idea. You whistle at a mom if you want, yeah. you get in trouble. And this Me, me Too Times Up movement, absolutely. Go. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, we are going to give you an update on that racist lawyer, Aaron Schlossberg, who we were telling you about. We played that audio for you of him uh, mad that people were speaking in Spanish. We'll tell you what happened to him after that. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, no basketball last night, no basketball tonight. Saturday night, the Cavs play the Celtics. Uh, of course, Boston leads 2-0. And Sunday, the Rockets play the Warriors. The series is tied 1-1. Now, let's talk about that uh, racist lawyer. Yes, the racist lawyer, Aaron Schlossberg. We played this audio for you yesterday in case you missed it or haven't seen it because it has gone viral. Uh, Aaron Schlossberg was inside of a restaurant, and he was upset that people there were speaking Spanish. Here's what happened. So he's just assuming that they're illegal immigrants and that they're on welfare. Racist bigot, crack ass, crack a white devil. Did you see the other video? Well, There's yeah, so one? where they were chasing him down the block. No, it was a oh. video from two years ago. Oh, yeah, they, he, he has a history. He did the same thing? Yep. He has a history. Ran into a foreigner mm-hmm. and started uh, berating him. Yeah, so That's he's crazy. had several incidents where he's done uh, hate-filled rants. Well, looks like he's been kicked out of his office space. He is a lawyer. And according to the business center that he was working out of, they said, we have terminated his services agreement with us. They said uh, his actions are just not consistent with our community and rules and regulations. So he's out of there. He no longer has an office space in. I'm sure he'll have some people hiring him who are also racist. Of course. I mean, you know, there's millions and millions of people in America who think just like him. So he'll, and he'll, he'll land on his feet soon. Right. Disgusting. My goodness. What else are we talking about? Really sad news. This was in Paramus, New Jersey. There was a bus transporting 38 fifth graders and seven adults from Eastbrook Middle School. And there was an incident where a the school bus and a dump truck actually collided. And that's when the school bus uh, flipped over. One teacher and one student who were on the field trip were killed when this happened yesterday. And more than 40 others were injured, some critically. That's very scary. Yesterday when I heard about that story, I called to make sure my kids were okay. Even though they weren't on a field trip or anything like that. But, I mean, it could be anybody's kids. They could be going to a field trip. They could be going to, sometimes they take these small trips to the zoo or whatever it may be. But just imagine your kid's on the bus, you're thinking everything is safe. Uh, they said the bus driver might have made an illegal U-turn, that's how I'll say allegedly, and then a dump truck hits him, and then all the students were pretty much injured on that bus, and then the buses behind them were just watching it. It's so sad. Yeah, that's man. why when my daughter goes on field trips, I would rather either follow behind the bus or just have her ride with me, even though a lot of times she wants to ride with her, her, yeah, her friends. class and stuff like that. But, you know, my anxiety, my parental paranoia makes mm-hmm. me think stuff like that is going to happen. Right. At all times. Right. Well, you know, definitely condolences to the to the families that have lost their their children or their child and Yes, prayers to 
a very tragic incident. All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, and you want to vent. Or if you just want to spread some positivity, hit us up right now. 800-585-1051. And Snoop Dogg will be joining us next hour. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Kay Barnes from Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, Kay, hey, get Barnes. it off your chest, mama. Sound like you drunk off bourbon already this morning. I wish. No, <laughs> I'm just calling to say that I'm blessed. I just have something to get off my chest. I do not like my in-laws. Why not? <laughs> Envy, I tell you guys, it's just a long story. I do not like my sister-in-laws, my mother-in-law, none of them. I do not, and my stepkids, none of them. Oh, oh you, well, you know, you're not married to none of them, so it don't matter, do <laughs> it? It sounds awful. It is awful, yeah. And I, I wish I could just talk to you, like, personally. I'm serious. It's just, the stepkids are terrible. Goodness gracious. And, yeah. So I'm why, like, why'd, you marry, be, why'd you marry the guy then? I married my husband because I loved him. Mm-hmm. And I still love them. You're not married to the in-laws and you ain't got to take care of them kids? I know, but they think that they can come to my house and run things. And it doesn't work like that. Just remind them that they stepkids and you can slap them upside their head whenever they want. Treat them like regular strangers. Why do we forget no, the term step just means you can step fight. right over them? <laughs> no, I don't want to fight. How, old, how, old nice. step, how old are your stepchildren? They'll be 25 in June. Oh, you're getting jumped. Oh, my God. They, do not, they don't still live in the house, do they? No, they don't still live in the house. It's just they call their dad, and they try to run him, and I get no respect. I get no respect. He doesn't acknowledge, you know, that, well, you know, Kay has something to do this weekend, or Kay has this to do, or we're we're doing this. He oh, you just, sound a little jealous. He just lets them have at it. You, you sound a little jealous. I mean, well, you, if Kay has something to do, that's his daughter or son. You got to, you know, you got to understand that, mama. It's two girls. They're twins. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, that's his little baby girls. Yeah, absolutely. You got to take care I, of the little I baby first. I understand that, but his, they dad has been gone for at least 20 years. Well, you better be glad yeah. they don't live in the house and that they're grown at least. Yeah, no. They don't live in the house, but they try to control the house. <laughs> well, you calling up here talking about step with dope. You talking about they step kids. Man, beat it. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Karen. Hey, Karen. Get it off your chest. Yeah, you know, in my area, I'm going to say what part of Queens, there's a lot of Irish that roam around my area. Anytime a black person sit down, one of them might say, oh, I smell fried chicken. Ooh. So I got mad one time and I said, no, I smell green beer. Right, so the, but this time when I'm, I'm going to go out again and I'm going to relax, and next time they mess with me, I'm going to say, top of the morning to you, Irish, and play some Irish whistle. Let me ask you a, oh let me ask you a question. <laughs> All right. Is She's it possible that you were actually eating fried chicken when you sat down with this person? No, no. They just hate black people. They don't. They don't like us sitting in their memorial park. They oh. say, I smell fried chicken. I say, yeah, I smell dirty Irish Spring. Yeah. I don't mind that kind of racial tension. We can go back and forth all day with nice racial slurs at each other. Hello, who's this? Teresa from Mineola. Hey, Teresa from Long Island. Get it off your chest, mama. No, I was just talking about this Schwartz, whatever his name is, Schlotzberg. Schlotzberg. Uh-huh. Uh, whatever his name is. It's retarded that it's 2018 and people are still racist like that. It's, it's, it's really retarded. And that's what he gets for getting fired from his job. Right, good. Right. Well, well he you, didn't mom. get fired from his job. He just got kicked out the building that he was renting office space in. Yeah, y'all got to stop saying he got fired from his job, okay? He owns his own firm. He still has All his, right, uh, stop it, yeah. people. He still Hello. Ha- oh, 
Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, yo, Envy, I just want to say you my boy and Charlamagne, you my boy. But I just want to uh, get it off my chest and say, like, yo, I've been really blessed. Like, I came from being homeless and, you know what I mean, being in San Francisco streets, bro, and shelters. And, like, you know, God really provided for me and gave me a house in before my baby was born. And, like, I wake up, bro, and just happy. Like, you know, I got married and everything. So, you know, I just wanted to say, get that off my chest. You know well, what I mean? Well, congratulations, bro. bro. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> All right, thank you. Keep pushing. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Shane. Hey, Shane, get it off your chest. No, actually, I'm blessed, man. Uh, this weekend, uh... My daughter, well, next week she turns two, uh, so we're doing, we're going to this big water park, doing the whole thing. So I'm just, you know, blessed that I had the opportunity to be able to do that for her, man. And uh, yeah, just you know, thank you. Uh, have a good weekend, y'all. Well, enjoy your daughter. Remember, they grow fast, so enjoy oh, it now. They do, man. I got They do. I got another one, uh, seven months, so man, it's wow. going quick. Not but, playing no but thank games. You, All right, bro. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Kendall Smith. Hey, Kendall, get it. Like a, like to thank you guys for bringing me back to earth because I called two weeks ago complaining about my son and I in the music business. We wasn't going anywhere, and you guys actually talked to me and shut me down and said, Hey, listen, everybody got it hard in the music business. So I started to sit back and thought about it and say, You know, we just got to continue to work hard and keep focused and put trust in God. There so you I go. want to thank you guys. For all that information. You guys do an amazing job on the show, man. You, you, from, you sound like you're from the 843, brother. Actually, I'm from South Carolina, Ravenel. I moved to Illinois, and I lived there for 32 years, and now I'm going to move to North Carolina. Well, I can still hear the Geechee in your throat. That's what it's about, brother. It never leaves. Yes, sir. <laughs> and my son's name is Jordan Genius, so you guys can check him out if you like. Nah, we cool. So, I would like to thank you guys for everything you're doing. All right, man. You do an amazing job on the show. Thank, thank you, sir. All right, Have a thank blessing. you for calling. Lord the genius. All right, we'll check it out. No, Hello. You won't. Hello, who's this? Why are you this lying to me? Yeah, man. I'm calling from Maystown. What's going down? Good morning. What's up, bro? Good morning. Get it off your chest. Man, I just want to spread some positivity to the world, man. I woke up this morning. I'm heading off from getting off work. I feel good. I'm, I'm hoping everybody else has a good day today. All right, thank you, brother. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Brendan. Hey, Brendan, get it off your chest. I went off my chest with something very near and dear to me. It's, it's about the way that mothers treat single fathers. You know, how dads are treated like second-class citizens. I have twins, a beautiful boy and girl, born the same day. And the, the mom is doing everything she can to just keep them away from me, and I see it with all my friends that have kids. There's one man who's in a battle with his mom constantly about... You know, just seeing his son, and he wants to be there for him, but she won't let him. And everybody looks at him like he's the like he's the villain. Mm. Hard for me to feel sorry for y'all, man. And the reason I say that is because you knew who you was uh, laying down with. All right, so it's like you're playing dice in the back of a moving pickup truck. Well, people change all the time, though. You, they, you, you don't really you, know. You're crapped out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Ariel. Hey, Ariel, get it off your chest, mama. Okay, I'm in D.C. right now. I'm so excited because my graduation is today. I'm graduating from Georgetown University. Oh, congratulations. That's dope. Thank you. Thank you. I'm um, in D.C. My boyfriend's here. My family flew up from Atlanta. So I'm just really excited. Everyone's here, and we're going to have a great day. I'll be in D.C. all weekend, too. Really? 
What's going on? What are you doing? Um, shout out to DJ Quicksilver. I got a couple of events with him. I have a day party on Sunday, and I'll be at Bowie um, tomorrow also. Okay, cool. My boyfriend's birthday is Sunday, so we might have to do that. Yeah, come to the day party. Okay. Well, congratulations, Mama. Thank you. Have a good one. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about uh, car accidents that just happened. We'll tell you what rappers just recently got into a couple of car accidents. And it was a pretty bad week for one of them. Okay. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Happy Friday to you. Happy What's Friday. Happening? Eh, eh, eh. Now let's get to these rumors. Let's talk offset. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. So Offset has been hospitalized after he got into a car accident. They said his car is totally destroyed. It's a Dodge uh, Challenger. It's green. They said he had to be taken to the hospital afterward for minor injuries, but he is going to be okay. And Cardi B, of course, rushed over there to be by his side when that happened. They're saying that he did leave the scene of the accident, and cops are trying to figure out why. And if anybody was with him when it happened, they're saying that nobody called the police. Uh, They found the vehicle abandoned, and they called a tow truck when uh, law enforcement came. Ooh, dropping the clues miles for offset getting that money. It's called the Demon. That's probably one of the fastest uh, road cars that, that you can drive right now that's not on a, that's not a track car, the legally fastest car. And clearly it's one, of offset, it's one of offset's throwaway cars if he just left it there. Very disposable to him. About 100 grand. Well, she tweeted out, Cardi B tweeted out, so grateful and happy today. God be giving messages in the weirdest way. I love you, Offset. No prayers up for Offset. Mm-hmm. I just mean you need to, need to slow down a little bit. All right, Mac Miller, in the meantime, got arrested for DUI and hit and run after allegedly crashing his car while he was drunk. And then he fled the scene of that accident also. He was driving his 2016 G-Wagon, hit a power pole, knocked it down. Him and his two passengers then ran on foot. An eyewitness called the cops and told them which direction Mac Miller and his friends ran in. That's when cops arrived at the crash scene, ran the plates, and went to his house, and they found that him there, he confessed to driving drunk and from to fleeing from the scene. Poor Mac Miller upset him and Ariana Grande broke up, so he's trying to drink away the pain. You know what that means, right? What? Ariana then moved on to someone else. Come on now. We know how this works. Soon after a breakup, you drinking, driving, probably listening to Drake. Ariana had, had probably done moved on already, and he found out. All right, now. It might have had nothing to do with her. He might have just been drinking shots with his boy. <laughs> okay. All right. When has this happened to Mac Miller before? Exactly. All right, let's talk about porn star Mo the Monster. He is suing a director because he made him perform in a shoot where the white actress, and Mo the Monster is black, repeatedly called him the N-word. So he says the director, James Joseph Camp, tried twice to get him to agree to allow the white actress, Deborah Hinkle, to call him the N-word during the shoot, and he said he would not allow it. But However, the woman still said the N-word to him twice, during the money shot. So he's now suing. Hmm. What? I'm just trying to figure out if that's a fair trade-off. You get the bus off in somebody's face while they call you the N-word? You know what I mean? I don't no, we don't know what you mean. You're busting off in her face. It's both disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. It's, it's two different levels of disrespect. You're busting off in her one's face. One's a racist she calls level. You the <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, If that was you... And a white woman said that to you in bed while you were busting off in her face. Would you be upset? If I can bust off in her face and do it in her mouth. 
That's a fair trade. <laughs> and when, like, when you I see, you go too far. Like, I just think, I, now that's that, a, that do, do Come do. on, now you can't tell me that's not a fair trade. She called you the N-word and you bust off in her face and doo-doo in her mouth? Could you, could you do, like, could you squat? You know if what, you call me it. the N-word, forget yes, it. I'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll All find right. a way to do Insecure it in your mouth. season three forget has it. gotten a premiere forget date, it. so that's good news. Here is Easter Ray with Amanda Seals talking about the new season. I wanted to ask my Insecure castmates what question they got asked the most. Why is Molly such a mess? Good question. Are you like Kelly? <laughs> Who is your baby's daddy? Is it? Mm. I always get asked, when is Insecure coming back? Do y'all know? August 12th! Dropping the clues bombs for Insecure season three. Mm-hmm. Always here for that. One of my favorite shows on television. So August 12th, get ready for Insecure Season 3. Now That's get dope. ready for some other television shows. It turns out that BET is doing a series on ex-Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick. So they're doing a special series about him. You know Kwame Kilpatrick from Detroit. He was the mayor of Detroit from 2002 to 2008. He resigned as mayor in 2008 after being convicted of perjury and obstruction of justice. He was sentenced to four months in jail, released on probation, and then he was sentenced to 18 months to five years for violating his probation. I'm actually interested in that. Then in 2013, he got sentenced to 28 years in federal prison. Wow. Oh, he's still in jail? He's still in jail. Mm. All right. Now, Jordan Peele, in the meantime, has a a series, a Nazi series coming to Amazon. It's called The Hunt. And it depicts Nazi hunters in the 1970s. It's a 10-episode series, and it's going to follow a group of Nazi hunting individuals around New York City in 1977. And their mission is to stop Nazis from conspiring to mastermind a genocide in the country. So it's based off of real events. I would check mm. that out. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Uncle Snoop will be joining us. We'll kick it with Uncle Snoop, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Living legend. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg, double G. What's up, Blair? How you doing, my brother? I'm slow motion. What made, what made you want to do a gospel album? The climate of the world that we're living in right now, uh, all of the negative energy, the just uh, <clears throat> everybody trying to answer each other with negative forces, so... I felt like just dropping something that was positive that could reflect back on love and just put some love in the air as opposed to me being ignorant and, and matching the energy that's out there. Are you a religious person? I'm very religious, but, you know, you wouldn't know if you didn't know me. Where, where, where? Sometimes it's hard, too, because you see a lot of things happening that I know, like Kanye, the things that he had to say about Trump. You have to fight that with positivity, and I've heard you say that before. You got to fight right. the negative with the positive, and then right. the whole whoa, Vicky situation, right. where she just started talking crazy for no reason. And I know that takes a lot to be like, woo. Snoop ain't respond with no positivity to whoa, Vicky. Uh, he got uh, sometimes, I mean, we do have <laughs> the devil in us sometimes. <laughs> it's hard when things but are the devil's a lie. You, you got to rebuke him. Rebuke the devil, Lord. He apologized after. I did. Though. I really did, didn't I? Yeah, you I'm did. Grown up, she apologized I? first. I had to say she looked. Scared to death, too. Like, mm. something happened. Because you didn't see all the mm. people dressed in blue on the other side of the camera. <laughs> you damn fool, <laughs> <old> you. <laughs> now, were, you a, were you a gospel fan or a gospel music fan? Like, yes, yes. If you listen to my early music, I always had certain quotes and certain lines that mm. would let you know that I was close to God, that it was some sort of spirit that was in me. Yeah, I think about when you uh, you got found not guilty back in the day on the market. First thing you did was drop down and yes, sir. start praying. Yes, sir. A lot of us wait till we win an award. To thank God or, you know, we get in that position. But mm-hmm. if you look at what's happening and look at what's going on, when you do see a rapper win an award and he says, I want to thank God, that must mean he's connected to him in some form or fashion. Right. Mm. 
you really saying it because you mean it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever rolled weed up in Bible papers? I ain't gonna lie. When we was in, um, oh boy, <laughs> we was in London like 1996, and we didn't have no papers, and they ran out, and it was we needed to hit some bad, and the homie was like, "Cuz we need to use the first page of the Bible." Bible in every the, hotel that's room. Then this piece of paper cut just the first, just the first page. And ain't no scriptures on it either. Nope. We took that first <laughs> page and cut him up in like five different pieces and made five joints out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Father, forgive me. Gracious. <laughs> oh I would have to say you, you're probably one of the only artists that can play with any any genre of music, and and, and don't lose it. And people don't look at you crazy. You know what it is because I understand the genre. It's not me just. I woke up one morning and wanted to do reggae. No, I always had reggae in me. And when I flew to Jamaica, the spirit of reggae took over me. And it became me. It became my life because I was there and I was doing it. Now, with the gospel record, it's always been in me. So if I jump into a gospel project, it's not like this is something I'm just starting to do. It's always been in me. Now I can actually exercise the ability of making this kind of music with artists who do this style of music. Mm -hmm. Are you you bored with hip-hop? Is that why you do it a little bit, too? I wouldn't say I'm bored, but you know, you gotta know when it's time for you to take the, you know, take the backdrop or take the high road. I mean, I've been on top for a long time in mm-hmm. the hip hop industry. Now I see myself sliding to the back, which is cool with me because I respect the youngsters that, that have the game in control right now. And I don't have no problem with trying to be what I'm not. I had my run, you know, like Baby Girl was on it the other day. She said she had her fun in the sun. Now she is the sun. Jennifer Lewis, yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. that same, mm-hmm. I felt that line for real. I felt like I've had my day in the sun. And now I am the sun because I shine on everybody and I give everybody the opportunity to shine when they're with me. I'm not a hater. I don't, you know, crush your dreams or your spirits, whether you're a new artist, whether you're an artist from the South, or you're, whether you're an artist that's trying to be like somebody and trying to figure out who you're trying to be. I don't, you know, throw no stones at you because I understand you may be trying to develop who you are. But at the same time, you're like, what is hip-hop coming to? Yeah, because I'm times a... when you see people going on social media, yeah. and that's how they're getting their clout. Because I was raised off of hip-hop the appropriate way. As far as, like, my elders taught me. The Run DMCs, the Rakims, the LL Cool J's, the Ice Cubes, they taught us the right way of hip-hop because they would not allow you to not be dope, not be original, not have style. Not... You had to have all of these criterias and cri- and credibilities to work with your style in order for you to be appreciated by those forefathers who were in hip-hop. I believe that it's our fault, the generation of the 90s, because we did not teach. We got the game, we took control, we ran with it, and we didn't bother to teach like it was taught to us. So then when the next generation gets a hold of it, if they're not taught, they're going to teach themselves. So I feel like it's our fault, the second generation, and I'm one of the ones who didn't teach. That's why I take my time to teach now because I understand as a grown man, as an older rapper, I can fall into the position of Uncle Snoop and not try to be some old rapper that's hating because your style is dope, you got colors in your hair, you drink lean, you do this. Hey, man, do your thing. I don't understand it, but do your thing because they didn't understand me when I came out, when I was cripping, when I was gangbanging, I was doing my thing. They didn't understand that. They ran over my CDs. They tried to bash me. They banned me from certain countries, but... I surpassed and I became who I am. Oh, my father hated that I used to listen to you. He did? And he, my father was, a, you know, he was a James Brown, George oh, Clinton yeah, type of guy. Yeah. So I used to have a big afro and the chucks. And when you had that oh, case, wow. oh, you think you Snoop? Mm. You see what he going through? He made me cut my hair because Well, now he can listen to Bible. Now he can listen to Bible of love. And yeah, but now, now, now as he, he cut it to the root, he gave him a Kavadis. <laughs> Give him a Kavadis. I want it all gone. <laughs> but he loved it now. He loves Snoop. Just because of your Snoop, personality. He's grown into a grown man. I'm a grandfather now. I've grown into a, a, a full-grown man. I came out as a 19-year-old rapper. 
-hmm. that didn't really have no understanding. I was on death row records. Mm -hmm. They wasn't teaching us nothing. <laughs> we was wild. We was crazy. We was doing what we wanted to do. You get what I'm saying? Then when I got with No Limit Records, I learned business. Then when I stepped away from No Limit Records, I got with Pharrell and got back with Dr. Dre, and I understood what I was supposed to be doing. And then I created a lane for myself. I reinvented myself. I did things to diversify my portfolio. I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a football coach. I wanted to do everything that I wanted to do, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I ain't going to ask nobody. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it with love. Question, and, and, and I don't like this. If, if Tupac was alive today, would he be considered a clout chaser? Tupac would be doing everything. And I said this on an interview a while back that Biggie and Tupac would be doing exactly what I'm doing right now because we're the same age, same peers. We would have kids and grandkids, and we would have grown into the guy that I am. No, not adult, not adult Pac. Pac oh, the young the Pac? The young Pac. Would he be, if he was in this era at 20-something years old, Hell doing Hell no. Okay. Because he was different. Like, it, he's word of mouth. You heard about what Pac did. Cloud chasers are telling you what they're doing and trying mm -hmm. to become mm -hmm. famous. His infamous, his famous became, man, Pac shot two police officers. Where? In Atlanta, for real? Mm. Man, Pac did this over here, for real? Something happened in L.A. that y'all don't know about when some <laughs> tried to run up on him and jack him. He pulled that thing out and had to pop at some <laughs> in L.A. years back, which we got the word of mouth, and we respected him that much more. And to me, that's what he was. He was one of them, he'd do something and the word of mouth get out. He didn't really speak on it. You spoke on it, or you spoke on it. Then it became legend based got off you. of the fact that, right. you know, man, I heard Pac shot two police officers. Did he? I don't know. They said he did. Then you see the movie, and you see the police officers get shot. You're like, damn, it must be true. And so Pac shot at more than two cops, Pac shot at some dudes that tried to run down on him? You think that was his first time shooting? You ain't never see footage of him in the range? Wow. Most don't practice. Wow. <laughs> we get our practice the day of the shoot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, like, when, ready for man, that for was ready, man. He he had a military mind. When he got on Death Row Records after we brought him to us, he and me sat down and he structured some to me that I never knew and understood to this day, the art of war. And it was a... Sun Tzu. Yeah, he was breaking this down to mm -hmm. me. I was not a listening back then. But he was telling me, look, this is how we're going to do it. Chain of command. Everybody on my team talked to me. Everybody on my team talked to Wook. They don't talk to us. So it was like some different, like, so it was a certain situation that happened when we was in Belize and Corrupt and him and got into it. And he said something to Corrupt, and Corrupt said something to him, and he looked at me and was like, this nigga ain't supposed to be talking to me, and I forgot all about the, I forgot all about the rules and shit. So, so then now him and Corrupt getting into it serious, like getting really into it. Did they fight? No, they got really into it, right? So then the told Corrupt, he looked at me, told Corrupt, he said, you ain't even on my level. I had a motherfucking outlaw you up. And then Nate Dogg stepped up and said, what the fuck we supposed to do when that's happening? And then... Dad stepped up, mm -hmm. and then it looked like it was finna go down, and then MC Hammer stepped in, and Suge stepped in, and they put water on the fire, and it, it fizzled down. But that was a situation where he was explaining war to me, and I didn't understand it, and I didn't relate a message to the homies, and it, it could have went bad mm -hmm. based off of him trying to give me a military mind that I didn't have or wasn't prepared for. Damn. All right, we got more with Snoop. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Snoop is in the building. So what do you think about all these artists calling themselves the new Tupac? And I'm just like Pac. 
I mean, you can say that. I mean, basketball players, football players always emulate somebody that they want to be. It's, it's not my right to say that you can't say that. But if you're going to say that, you should know the history of who this man is and, and understand what you're trying to become and what you're, you know, emulating because he was a great person, not just a rapper. Don't look at the thug in him. Look at the humanitarian work, the, the songs that he wrote for women, the empowerment that he gave to black women, the songs he wrote for mothers, and just the things that he did that was out of the box. We only want to highlight to hit him up and all of the beef that he had. But it was things that he did that was so, so real. For example, I was going, I was getting into it with my girlfriend at the time. And we just kept getting into it. And all of the n****s on Death Row Records was like, man, f*** that bitch. You Snoop Dogg. You can have any bitch you want. What you smoke? Tupac came to me and said, man, f*** what they talking about. That girl love you. You need to marry her. And I listened to what he said, and I married my wife, and like 20-some years later, we still married. Wow. So it's like, this is the shit that this nigga did mm. that nobody's seen. You only seen the, the ignorant side. Let's him up and wipe the wall. But he was a real loving, caring, compassionate man if you really knew him. And if he, lo if he loved you, he loved you hard. Mm. Why would you listen to him though, when he made I Get Around? <laughs> because he seen something in my, in my wife. He seen something in me that nobody else could channel. You know, when you young, you know what I'm saying, you moving and you successful and you having whatever you want, it's like somebody got to brace you. If mm -hmm. you don't check yourself, you got to allow yourself to be checked. And he was one that I allowed to check me. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I was uncheckable. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like I was the shit. I felt like I was like, I'm the dopest rapper in the world. I'm on the biggest, hardest label in the world. You know, all the shit that comes yeah. with it, the, 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 the bullshit. And he cleared my vision to where I could see exactly what's happening. And, you know, I'm thankful for that because at that time, imagine if I didn't marry my wife and I just would have been ripping and running and doing all the crazy shit. I may not be as strong as I am. Right. I look at all of the rappers in the game that have wives, that have strong women in their life. They're stable up top, too. Their mental is strong. That's real. I look at the rappers that got holes in their life or got a woman that's a hoe. Or, you understand me, their life and their stability is not there because there's no stability at home. You could do what the f you want to do. So when you go home, you do what the f you want to do. When you got a woman at home, envy will tell you, you can't do that. Sh you got to fix this. Sh you got to straighten it out, and and want to straighten it out. Not just because, not because of the kids, because of y'all. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? That's real. But I see sometimes you men do have strong women at home, and they still mess up. Because it's, it's, it's still growing. It's, it's part of life. You have mm -hmm. to grow into who you are. I wasn't always as good as I am, and I'm not perfect. I still f up. But at the same time, when you say I, f up. What you mean, Snoop? Like, like you know, I f up. Like in general, though, right? like I f up in general. Like I may do something out of pocket or look at somebody different or follow somebody mm -hmm. or do whatever I'm not supposed to do. That's part of life. But the point is, I'm working on me, mm -hmm. trying to be a better me. I'm working on spending more time with my wife, treating her like the queen that she is, letting everybody know that she's the boss lady, making more representation of her as opposed to keeping her in the cut and me ripping and running and playing and doing what I want, when she's there, the play is real minimum now. That's you real. understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like to be able to possess that gift and say, you know what? I'm not ashamed no more. Right. I seen you put up a tweet uh, a couple of, uh, about a week ago about how your wife makes you strong and how your, your wife pretty much keeps you on that same path and same line. And I felt that so much. And then to go to Kanye, and it was compared to Kanye's, and I was like, wow. Do you feel like he doesn't have that support at home because he's able to do it? Because I was thinking, if some of the stuff that he said, and I said, my wife would have had me Check by my shit head. Out of me. She would have right smacked me the back of the head. She would have took right my phone now. through it in the river. Like, right now. Right. You know what I mean? She's not going to sympathize with you and say, 
oh, uh, Envy's just, you know, thinking freely. Free thinking. That mm -hmm. n slap the dog out you if you say some <laughs> like that. <laughs> Your kids is looking at you. What you doing? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, and I hate to be black and white. You need a black woman. There's no black women in this life. <laughs> Let's just keep that 100. Right. Like, that's that's real, man. I got aunties that they pull up them big old church hats on. <laughs> What's happening? What you on? Nephew, you bullshit. We taught you way better than that. So it's like, it got to a point where it was like, it was funny, then it got sad. It was like, nah, man. And Good. his mom isn't in his life anymore, exactly. clearly. And but I'm that's sure when that's, I started yeah. to think that how she was instrumental in his life. Remember the music he was making when mm -hmm. she was here and the spirit that he had? That's gone now. And if you've never lost your mother, you don't understand that feeling. Right. So I had to sympathize with that and say, you know what, maybe the women around him should, you know, look into getting him some help from some women that's stronger than them. You know, if I'm not the strongest man in my house, I'm going to go seek some strength. Hey, Charlie Wilson, what's happening, man? Boosie Collins, I need to holler at y'all, man. Get me right, man. Get my spirit together. You can't be afraid to go seek help. You can't feel like, you know what I'm saying, nobody can help you. I think they need to break that wall over there because if you look at the people that went in that house with their mind straight, let's go to Lamar Odom. Smoking crack. Let's go to Kanye West. We don't know. We don't know how that's going to end. Let's go to Rob Kardashian. Fat and sloppy. Okay, now I'm just I'm just saying. Champagne. But sloppy. the women on point. Mm -hmm. Million dollar deals, walking the runway, selling makeup, emojis. Should we be concerned for Travis Scott? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like that? Y'all better get that cup of tea away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, if you're listening, get out now. <laughs> Have you, have you reached out to Ye as, as the OG? How can I reach out to him? Oh, yeah, you're right. You did just get I don't want to be in that house with that <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> waving that, when I meet with the <laughs> in the hood, pull up. <laughs> you feel like Dad should have called the Crips on him, though? Come on, man. You can't take everything serious, man. Some <laughs> just done to be done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like, say that to Lil Vicky apologizing like she didn't have that gun. <laughs> I was like, look, she looks terrified. <laughs> but see, that's she did like five apology but videos. See, social media rubs certain people the wrong way, and that's the effects of it. Like, right. Charlemagne is my is my dog. Now, if me and Charlemagne get into it, and it look like we really serious, he may have some with him that be like, man, fuck Snoop Dogg. Right. And then he got to clear the and be like, no, we was just on the radio arguing, having a, a radio argument. Oh, fuck that, that nigga said that. And then it becomes, fuck Snoop Dogg, you shouldn't have dissed Charlemagne. Well, hold on, Charlemagne didn't even approve of that. But. Now I can't come to LA. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that you approve. We're just going to take that one part Thank where you, you. said, Make sure y'all approve the message from the approver. All right, when we come back, we got more with Snoop. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Snoop is in the building. Yee. Do you look back at some of your old lyrics, given the climate of what's happening today with women's empowerment, and be like, damn, that was kind of f***ed up that I said nope. that? Nope. Hell no. That was me. I love every mother that f***ed them hoes. Man, Straight stop, up. man. No, don't say that. No, man. I'm just saying that's me back then. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, now, now, now you're middle of the me two times over. Okay. Not <laughs> man. I mean, not now. I'm saying at the time that I was making that music, that's, that's who Snoop Doggy Dog was. Right. I can't change that. That's you look at Malcolm X, right? When he was red. Damn right. He was red like a m right? Mm -hmm. Then when he became Malcolm X, that was not him anymore. So that's not me anymore, right. but at the same time, I perform these songs, I do shows, I do that because it's a part of my catalog, but the person that made that song mm. 
no longer exists because this is the person now, the, the father, the husband, the grandfather, mm -hmm. the football coach. This is who I am now. So when I do these records, I feel some kind of way because I'm not that person. But then I'm sitting there rocking in the crowd, like telling me, do bitches ain't Man, you sure? Not now. Man, do it right now. And it's a woman telling me to do it. Right. Bitches ain't shit. But women were tricks. singing along and loving those songs just as much. Thank you. You know y'all was riding to our music. Listen, we love Even it. Even today, I still, and then I'd be like, damn, this did sound crazy. It does sound crazy now, but back then we was like. You know when it's crazy for me? When my daughter listening to it. Mm. Now, when my wife listened to it, it don't bother me because she grew up with me. And, and she knew what it was. Exactly. When my daughter listened to it and I walk by the room and hear her listen to this shit Sucking dick and all this and whoop-de-whoop. I'm like, hold on, what the hell? But time out. <laughs> well, how, do you, how do you explain to your daughter it ain't no fun if the homies can't have I can't a, explain it to her. She's 19, she 19 years old now, so the game is explaining it to her mm -hmm. now. You got to understand me as a father and a mother. You do your job to get them to a certain point, and then that's when your teachings have to be in their head, and now they have to take that journey and then the rest is on them in the game. They're going to learn from there. And we didn't know. Like, we didn't know that that was rape culture back then. That wasn't rape coach. You yes, don't try to make me like I was raping nobody. No, you don't, no, you don't no. knock it off. You have a bitch from 1993. Coach. He raped me. Ain't no fun. No, no, no. outside the video when you had the condoms? No, and All the no. homies came in the room? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. With consent. <laughs> now, you know, Gail King just said Oprah smokes weed, right? So who is the person you have smoked weed with that surprised you? Like, damn, you smoke? Martha. No, I haven't smoked with Martha yet. Yeah. Have you ever smoked with Oprah? No, I haven't, but I, now watch this. I went to a William Morris party. Like, I, I forgot what it was called, but it was like the big party that they do every year. And one year, I go to the party, and I walk in, and motherfucker Oprah Winfrey right there. But Gail come to me first. You know what I'm saying? Because she real hood. Yeah. And she walk over like, what's happening, Snoop Dogg? I'm like, what was happening then? And whoop, whoop, you know, me and Oprah, we love her. Y'all do? Where is she? She's right there. Take the picture with her, so I slide off in the back. I say, all right, let me see if they really f with me. I blaze up. Now the smoke is starting to run through the whole party. And then Gail and a few others make their way to my vicinity. <laughs> Not my vicinity, but my vicinity. <laughs> and smoke goes from here to there. It starts to hula hoop and do the Hawaii dance and... Before you know it, it's entangled in everybody's system. And I look at Oprah, and Oprah looks at me. And I want to hand it to her, but there's too many people looking. So I just, and I blow a long-range O at her. And the <laughs> just slide across the room. <laughs> <laughs> and it hits her in the face, and it explodes like this. The O went like this. It was like magic. I said, I should have been Snapchat and Instagram. Wow, Snoop busted in Oprah's face. That's a headline. You gotta put that up there. She didn't tell you to pass that Nah, hell no. Nah. It was too many people in there. It was too many executives. Yeah, so, you know. You? Nope. Okay. But it was some Hollywood heavyweights that was smoking with me, though. Who, who's the person that you, you know least I suspected? Can't you can't say, okay. No, can't. Even now when it's legal? It's the code of the street, man. I can't, tell on, I can't tell on him or her because I they have yet to say. Now, once they speak on it, then I can speak on it. For example, Cameron Diaz, right? She's a actress. Yeah. She went to the same high school I went to. Nobody knew that until she got on yeah, the interview said and said, <laughs> "What school was this? Long Beach Poly High School." Really? She was like, "Well, when I was in high school," and they was like, "Didn't you go to school with Snoop?" She was like, "Yeah, well, I used to buy weed from him." Damn. And then she opened the can of worms, and I was like, "Yeah, I did. Used to sell a little something, something on the scissor. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say nothing, but since she did, <laughs> hello." <laughs> 
Now, when, when you did that video where you shot at the clown dressed as Trump, did they have the Secret Service outside your house? Like, what was the backlash from that we didn't see? Hello? Put the dope up, cuz some, some suits on outside. Hold on, who is it? Who? Hold on, cuz. Hold on, we coming. Put the dope up, they at the door. Hey, how are you? Yes, we're from the... Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. We'd like to speak with you. Okay, let's talk. Um, oh, man, I didn't mean that, man. I was just, hey, man. Leave me alone, man. <laughs> Free speech. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was it was them people's. Mm -hmm. That's with him, mm. and they just wanted to see if it was a credible threat. Exactly, mm -hmm. and then that's what they have. That's the procedure of it. They have to see what your intent was, and then what f***ed them up was the video director. They had a meeting with me and him, so the video director is white, mm -hmm. and guess. When they was trying to check me and like, you can't get, the video director said, let me intervene. I wrote the treatment and I whoop de wop whoop. All he did was acted in it. Then the tone went all the way down. Mm. Oh, we thought the n did it. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, just don't do that. Don't do that no more. Okay. All right. Damn. Thank goodness it wasn't F. Gary Gray that directed yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> Is that the reason why you say you wouldn't bash him no more, though? You know I've been riding this motherfucking ass. I ride him till the wheels fall off. Man, I love talking shit about him, man. He's just a... He's a comedian, man. I don't even know how the motherfucker got in office, man. That just still blows my mind. But then you also realize that he does feed off of that. He do. And he loves it. Now, he's a cloud chaser. 100%. Yeah, that's what that motherfucker... Is the face Absolutely. of Cloud Chasing. 100%. Well, back in the day, y'all used to party with him and kick it. Nah, nah, nah. Don't say that party, kick it, bullshit. That nigga gave me a whole lot of money to hang out with him one night, and I took it. <laughs> Where was that at? I don't remember, but yeah. I took it and shook his hand. He was looking this way, and I was looking this way. I got the picture at my house right now. Nigga always walk by and be like, cuz, why you got that picture up? I'm like, cuz, it's just on the wall, cuz. <laughs> I said, maybe I'll be target practice with him when I get my <laughs> not right. But he, pay, he paid you to host a party or something? I think it was something like that, like a, uh, a Playboy yeah. Mansion party with like a bunch of females. I think it was like something like Candyland or somewhere. It was all the girls and they was dressed in candy. And you ain't never heard of that? Mm -mm. Nope. It's like all the girls wear like, okay, for example, she'd have one. Skittles all over her body, and then the other girl will have like starbursts. It's like it's all everything. How did I get in this? Because <laughs> you're the only woman in here. <laughs> so this was the party that he threw. So he paid me a whole lot of money to like host and like you know do a couple of songs. So back then it wasn't like y'all was actually cool. Y'all just used to do. He was a promoter. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Promoter. He was a promoter of fun and pleasure. Right. Because he had money and he was hip. So you got to understand one thing about people with money. A lot of times. They not cool. Right. right. So they have to buy cool. They pay for cool, right. yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and the coolest in the world, you sitting right next to him. So that price could differ. <laughs> Depends on who needs the cool in their life. <laughs> you if you need a splash of Kool-Aid or do you need a whole glass of Kool-Aid? <laughs> now, now let's talk. Snoop got to go to. Let's talk Joker Wild. Yeah, Joker's that's Wilds. what we really here for. I enjoy right. watching that show because I be knowing the answers. You know all the answers? Yes. I'm going to bring you on a celebrity edition just because you said that. Good at it okay. I, yeah. All right. Well, so I'm glad you said that. Does a slug urinate? I'm sure they do. Yee. No. Charlamagne was right. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They, I, wouldn't I, know, wouldn't be. I know the answer. Nah, you, 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 you the host. I didn't know the answer either. I was like, no, they don't urinate. I didn't know that one too. Well, Joker's Wild is a show that was uh, created in the 70s. 
And um, I've been watching a lot of game shows and been on a lot of game shows, and I just wanted to get in the spirit of doing a game show because I felt like I had the chops to do it, to hold it and maintain and make it fun. So this show is about, you know, questions and answers and a total of money that you can win at the end of the day by getting the answers right. It's you versus another opponent. And a lot of the questions will be given to you from celebrities, and they'll be given in a snoopified way to where it has my twist on it. And we have, like, a certain section where it's like a, We'll read fairy tales, but we'll read the fairy tale in a gangster fashion. You would have to figure out what that fairy tale is. So it's different levels of the show that are connected to me, and then there's levels of the show that's just connected to the game show world. So a regular person that just watches game shows or wants to be on a game show will feel at home. But if you hip-hop-minded, mm-hmm. then you'll really have a good time on the show. All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Now, a question. Has anybody from your um, your football team made the league yet? What? What are you talking about? I've got 12 people in the NFL right now. I got got a Super Bowl champion that played with the Denver Broncos. Ronnie Hillman was on uh, the team with uh, Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. I got... Man, I got about 11, 12 right now in the league. Right now doing anything. You ain't never seen a Netflix show? Nah, I ain't seen a Snoop building Wakanda. Mm Mm-hmm. For real though, <laughs> <laughs> I might need to send my I might need to see my son out there, man. Vibranium. And play with Chelsea. Vibranium in me. <laughs> well, it's Snoop Dogg. Hello. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake your ass the up. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. So Serena Williams, as we're watching this whole royal wedding that's about to take place this weekend, tomorrow, right, with Meghan Markle getting married, and it turns out that she is not going to have her father walk her down the aisle. Instead, it's going to be her her future father-in-law, Prince Charles, that will take over these duties, all because Meghan Markle's father, as you know, is not going to be attending the wedding. He's sick. Well, Serena Williams talked about her own father not walking her down the aisle on her HBO docuseries, Being Serena. Here's what she had to say. I think I got the text from my dad like an hour before the wedding was supposed to start. He was in New Orleans. He had a suit. And I know he was really excited. But then he wrote me and said, Serena, I don't want you to be mad at me, but I just can't walk you down the aisle. I'm not myself anymore. I'm too nervous. And I wrote right back, and I said, Daddy, it's okay. If you don't want to come to the wedding at all, that's okay too. I'm not going to be upset with you about it. So I don't want you to be upset about it. What, he had anxiety or something? Yeah, I thought yeah, they were got, cool. He got too nervous. Wow. Because nervous about what? Walking his daughter down yeah, or being so many in front people of people? Watching. Really? She just, he just got nervous. It's not probably what he signed up for in life. And what do you mean? That's she his said, baby girl. Well, she's fine with it. As long as okay. she said she's okay with it and she understood. She said maybe a lot of daughters wouldn't react the same way, but I know the struggles he's had these last few years and all of that. So she said his health is better, but I know he doesn't feel like himself. He doesn't feel like he's perfect. So she yeah, he could be having health issues. He yeah, could be issues. with really, really intense anxiety. You never mm-hmm. know. Yeah, so and Meghan Markle, by the way, as we're getting ready for the royal wedding tomorrow, she's had all kinds of issues going on that have been very public. Her ex-husband was trying to pitch a TV show based on his relationship with her. People are betting on everything because, you know, they're really big on betting in the UK. Everything from what color, you know, whatever the bridesmaids are going to wear and all of that. So it's a lot going on. But, you know, she's been facing a lot of things, including racism, being the fact that she's biracial and she's American. People have a problem with that. So there's a lot going on as we get ready for this royal wedding tomorrow. Who is we? Everybody, because it's going to be I live. Ain't I ain't watching it. I ain't there watching I count this. as we, too. I, I ain't, ain't watching it. Now. What, <laughs> as we damn. get ready. They said that she actually was, her name was searched more than Donald Trump's. 
here in the United States today. But they search Donald Trump all the time, and he's always at the top. And she actually overtook him for the first time because everybody is talking about, if you watch the news and everything, and a lot of little girls are saying, wow, that's, you know, it's a real-life princess now, and it's a woman who is a woman of color, which has... I'm holding off for Cardi and Offset's role with. <laughs> okay. And, you know, Meghan Markle, she had to shut down her Facebook, her Instagram, her Twitter accounts, her website. She can't act anymore. So, she got a castle now. She don't need all <laughs> she that. She got a castle now. But that's something that, that she castle. worked for her whole life. So what, that's just what part of what start? comes with it. What time does it start? Oh, I don't know. But, you know, it's in London, so there's a five-hour time difference. No. So they're five hours ahead of us. All right, now let's talk about MTV suspending Catfish. All because Neve is being accused of sexual misconduct. They're not going to film anymore while they perform this investigation. So details are still a little bit unclear, but there were two videos posted by a woman who appeared on the show three years ago saying that a man that she called Jack had made several inappropriate sexual comments. Now, Neve has denied these claims. He released a statement and he said the behavior described in this video did not happen. And I'm fortunate that there are a number of former colleagues who were present during this time period who are willing to speak up with the truth. I've always been transparent about my life and would always take responsibility for my actions. But these claims are false. Oh, she said he made comments. Yeah, I don't know exactly inappropriate sexual comments. Oh, well, I mean, if that's the case, everything's recorded on Catfish. If she was uh, uh, she was actually on the show, everything's recorded. Mm hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people believe that this woman, um, Aisha Morgan, was referring to Neve when she was making these comments on tape. Mm. All right, Tierra Marie, in the meantime, has done a press conference, and it, she was with her attorneys, Lisa Bloom and Walter Mosley, and she is going to be suing. She's suing her ex-boyfriend, Akbar Abdullahad, and she's also suing 50 Cent. Here's what she had to say in that press conference. Last week, I found out that my boyfriend was cheating on me, so I broke up with him. Right after that, he posted a sex tape. He had my Instagram password, so he posted them on my Instagram to make me look terrible. Then his good friend, 50 Cent, posted the obscene photo of me and said, get the strap. 50 Cent has 18 million followers. Even after um, Instagram took the picture down, he had no remorse, no regard, and he posted another photo and complained that IG was censoring him. Where's the get the, get the scrap T-shirts? 50, why you don't got get the scrap T-shirts yet? I'm sure they're coming. All right, now, Tierra says this all was an attempt to slut-shame her. It's caused significant long-term emotional injuries, requiring psychiatric services, and she's suing them for revenge porn, invasion of her privacy, and emotional distress. I don't think that 50 should be uh, held accountable for this because it's something that was posted online. A right. lot of people reposted it. Why aim at the biggest but fish just because you But you remember that he lost with Rick Ross's baby mom when he posted that sex tape. That was right. different, though. That. He bought that. that first. I think yes. he bought that and posted that alleged, exactly. allegedly. But this one, everybody posted. Yes. And not not to say that posting it was right, but he, you shouldn't be able to sue him. You got to sue everybody. Well, I guess we'll see what ends up happening. Be uh, she, what she's saying is that he has so many followers that him posting it actually caused emotional distress for her Man, and emotional injuries. So we shall see what happens. In the meantime, 50 mm -hmm. Cent went to social media and he posted, I have an unscripted show idea that's going to blow you away now that I'm being pulled into a reality show storyline. LOL. Get the strap. And then he posted Mona Scott and said, LOL, Mona, like, yeah, we got the lawyer on Love and Hip Hop film this ish. Get the strap. So I guess he's unbothered. Mm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Shalabang! Yes. Who you giving that donkey to? Listen, before after the hour, let's talk self-awareness, man. I need a young lady named uh, Safira. What's Safira's last name? Safira's last name is Allen. Safira Allen, come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with you, please. All right, we'll do that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get donkey at a date, yeah, you.
You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yeah. The breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yes, donkey of the day for Friday, May 18th goes to a young lady named Safira Allen. Now look, man. It is too much real racial profiling, too much real discrimination going on out here in these streets for us to be crying wolf when it comes to racism, okay? Y'all know what crying wolf is, right? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me inform the people who don't know. It's to raise a false alarm, to ask for assistance when you don't need it, to exaggerate or lie. And that is exactly what Safira Allen did. Now, according to the Washington Post, uh, Safira was a disruptive passenger who was late to board a Spirit Airlines flight from Atlanta to Las Vegas. Now, according to the incident report, Safira was late for her flight, and when told she was too late to board, she ran past the gate agent and got on the flight anyway. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but if you do something like that in any airport in the world, no matter the airline, it's not going to end well for you. But Safira didn't get that memo, nor is she willing to take responsibility for her own actions because she said it was Spirit Airlines' fault for her tardiness in the first place because she claims that Spirit closed the boarding gate 20 minutes earlier than scheduled. First of all, why the hell are you flying Spirit? Okay, Spirit is so trash. I booked a flight on Spirit one time, and they canceled the flight for no reason. The weather was nice, everything was good, and they canceled the flight for no reason and refused to give me my money back when I called. I don't rock with Spirit, but do you, boo? Now, when this, uh, Spirit closed the boarding gate early, and, uh, you know, she she claimed... When Spirit closed the boarding gate early, you know, she decided to weaponize racism and discrimination in order to prove a point, and she decided to do it all on a 19-minute Facebook rant. Let's go to ABC7 Chicago for the report, please. A passenger's rant on board a Spirit Airlines plane is going viral on social media. Passenger Safira Allen had apparently missed an earlier flight from Atlanta to Las Vegas. Spirit Airlines says Allen ran down the boarding ramp of another Spirit flight to Vegas and took a seat that wasn't ticketed to her. When the gate agent tried to remove her from the plane, she refused and instead fired up her cell phone and took her story to Facebook Live. A spirit gate agent tries to get Allen to stand up, but she refuses to unbuckle her seatbelt. Allen tells her Facebook Live audience the entire episode is Spirit's fault for making her miss her initial Vegas flight. Since Allen wouldn't budge, the airline ordered all the other passengers to deplane. Atlanta police then board the plane to remove Allen. Allen is being charged with criminal trespass, simple battery, and obstruction of a law enforcement officer. I know based off what we have been seeing mm-hmm. on airlines lately, you want to give Safira the benefit of the doubt. But Safira is full of caca, ladies and gentlemen, okay? We are all walking contradictions, every single one of us. But Safira, your contradictions are ridiculous. Let's listen to some of Safira Allen's Facebook rants live from Spirit Airlines. Yeah, I'm not getting off this plane. How y'all going to inconvenience me? I get on the plane and y'all tell me I got to get off? No, today I'm not. And I'll make sure it's recorded. Because if you ever fly, don't fly Spirit. Call the security, eh? Because y'all left the white lady on earlier when the gate was closed. But when the black lady tried to come on the gate, y'all ain't left the on this motherfucker. They're going to have to put me off. Because they're going to tell me I was cussing. I don't even cuss. I'm orthodox. So what are you saying? What? Sophia? She's right. She doesn't curse. Sophia. It can't be her. Sophia doesn't cuss because she's orthodox. She let us know that immediately after cussing. Okay. She seems unorthodox. You should know at this moment she's a liar. At this very moment, we should know she can't be trusted. Now, when she was asked by the crew and security to get out of her seat and exit the plane, she said this. I'm not getting off this plane to negotiate with no terrorists. 
Because clearly they the terrorists. They terrorized me in my own country. Okay, let's follow this now. She called the crew and security terrorists and said she was being terrorized in her own country, all because she was late to her flight and decided to run past the gate agent after being told she couldn't board the plane. One thing so many of us lack is self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to take an honest look at your life without any attachment to it being right or wrong, good or bad. Safira has none of that because she called the crew and security terrorists. She also said she was being racially discriminated against. So if you are claiming these two things, what you can't do is then proceed to terrorize and be racist toward other passages as they are being deplaned because of your BS. Oh, you didn't know that's what happened? Let's listen to Safira work. If I can't go to Las Vegas, Nevada, neither can y'all. Yeah, I don't give a bald head ass either, lady. So go on, get out the damn. Wow. Okay, okay, but I still fight you, so get off the plane. Deep plane is, you know what deep plane means? Good. You ain't going to heaven either. You're going to hell. She is crazy. Wow. Drop on the clues bombs for that passenger who was aboarding the flight and gave Safira a donkey of the day in the moment. Thank you for doing my job, young lady. I wish I knew your name so I could show you love, but uh, thank you. Now, back to Safira. Come on, sis. There's people being racially discriminated against all the time, okay? We've seen real acts of discrimination on airlines from Tamika Mallory to the Asian guy who got dragged off the plane. But you, Safira, stop it. Don't weaponize real issues like racism for your own personal agenda. And how you racially discriminate against yourself by calling yourself a monkey. <laughs> and made that monkey noise. It made the monkey noise. <laughs> you was late to your flight. You ran past the security agent and boarded anyway. In this day and age, post 9-11, when a random act of terrorism can happen at any moment, you're lucky you didn't get shot, okay? This has nothing to do with racism or discrimination. This is just you and your own poor choices. Please let the passenger who had to deboard the plane because of Safira give Safira Allen the biggest hee-haw. Hell is that way? The donkey of the day. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Thank now, you very much. When we come back. Oh, oh, oh. Hit, hit the music. Oh, ain't gonna oh, it. First so of all, ain't gonna hold on, let me tell him. We hey. haven't done this in a while. Let's see if we still it. got it. Hold on. Talk, talk for a second. He ain't going to have it. Let me well, get first him, get of all, him. say it. No, I can't say it because he ain't got it yet. Man, say it. We'll you get to it. it. It's Friday. It's, wait. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. This was not my idea. Yes, it was. It was my idea. And the reason it was my idea is because I've been talking about this ever since Angelique told this story. Tell him, ye. Well, there's a porn star, Mo the Monster. Mo the Monster. Yes, he is. Actually, know him. He's suing a director because he was doing a shoot, and the white actress repeatedly called him the N word during the shoot, even though Mo the Monster told the director, James Joseph Camp, that he did not want that to go down. All right, so we're asking 800 Is that the whole story? No, she didn't tell the story. Tell the about... good part. Well, twice, <laughs> even though he said he didn't want the N-word used, twice during the money shot, his white co-star said the N-word to him. Okay, keyword, money shot, keyword, N-word. All right, right? so she said the N-word, and he gave her the he man He got the milk. bust off in her face. Man so, racial insensitivity or facial insensitivity? So, are we saying racial for facial? I think it's a fair trade. So you're saying racial for facial is pretty good. I think that... So at certain times, people are allowed to call you the N-word? I think 90% of people would allow somebody to call them a racial slur if they got the bust off in their face. Okay? 
You can call me an N-word if I get the bus off in your face. All right, now think about this. If you're a, a gay man and the man wants to call you the F-word, but you get the bus off in that man's face, you wouldn't take that trade? So Come on now. Donald Trump. Come on now. If you got to bust off in Donald Trump's face. This is just a crazy topic. Like, wh- what are we doing But here? he has to call you the N-word. Is that okay? I'm taking that for the culture. Racial insensitivity or facial insensitivity. I'm busting off all in Trump's face. I'm and I just want to put this out there. Mo the Monster has been on Lip Service, so make sure y'all check that episode out of Lip Service with Mo. So if you and Donald Trump's in the room, right, and he call you an N-word, you could actually... Racial insensitivity or facial insensitivity. You could actually... I think that's a fair <laughs> trade. You could do... Because I, 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 I... What's more disrespectful than that? Unless you're doing it to, like, a, a woman you love. All right. 800... Think about that. 585 Racial for a facial. Do you agree? Can you do it? Do you think it's okay? Racial insensitivity or facial insensitivity. Would you let somebody call you a slur if you get the bus off in their face? Think about this for your answer, people. Yeah, why do you make that face when you do it? Are you, are you thinking about... You want to make a trade, Mr. White Man? Huh? Who always got something to say with the camera in his hand? Huh? You want me to say the N-word? <laughs> well, then you know what has to happen. <laughs> this could be good. Come over here and get on your knees. This could be good. Some lotion. This could be good. Give me some lotion. This could be good. <laughs> Call us up right now. Who it's the Breakfast lotion? Club. Good morning. Woo! The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Yes, and the freaky, freaky, freaky Friday question is racial or facial. Now, this comes from Mo the Monster. Can you tell me about the story? Yes, Mo the Monster is suing, and that is because a director allowed a white actress during one of his uh, porn sex scenes to call him the N-word during the money shot. So she called him the N-word twice while he was uh, money shotting on her face. So racial insensitivity or facial insensitivity? I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is a fair trade. You disrespect me by calling me the N-word. I disrespect you by busting off in your face. Like, why wouldn't you take that? That's a fair deal. Well, I mean, if they like it. What you mean if they like it? If they like it. I, I doubt they would like it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's a porn star, so she may like it. But I'm just talking about regular, everyday people. If... You as a racist or you as a homophobe want to call me a slur. You want to call me the N-word. You want to call me the F-word that rhymes with maggot. Cool. As long as I get the bus off in your face. I think that if we could make it to where every time somebody uses a slur that oppresses people, like the N-word... Auto, 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 the gay slur. Right. Sperms should automatically be able to get shot in their face. They're like slime. Just everybody. Now, slime is that now, hold on, now with slime drop. What if you're, boom. What if you're a woman you can bust saying off too. it? And I, yeah. You I, can squirt too. I don't what have do you mean sperm. if you're a woman saying it? I don't have sperm, so I can't do that in anybody. Can, you can squirt. I don't think it's as easy. I, I just said sperm. I don't know where the sperm going to come from. It could be just like slime. Like, oh, we so don't, if I just carry sperm with me and throw it on you? Do we know where slime comes from on Nickelodeon? No, it just drops from the sky. So imagine sperm if we could design the something the way oh sperm could just drop from the sky every uh, time you use a racial slur God. in an oppressive manner. I'd be much. like, yo, you N-word, bust off in his face. God, you got too much time. Hey, you, just... you F-word that rhymes with maggot, bust off in his face. Fair trade. Oh, my goodness. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? It's Mom. What's up, baby? What's up, bro? We're talking about racial for a facial. Would you let somebody call you uh, the N-word if you could bust off on his face? Hell uh-huh. uh, yeah, man. You know, actually, I did that too because I'm sorry, I didn't mean to curse. I'm sorry. Yes. I did that too. I was um, in oh Fresno, Fresno, California. I used to mess with this chick used to be on the soccer team. And she was like, can I use the N-word? I'm like, yo, you want to use the N-word? You want to use it? So I gave her the pass and I spelled my initials on her forehead. <laughs> Touchdown! Oh my goodness. Touchdown! Touchdown! Hello? 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 
Hello? Who's this? This is Moon from Brooklyn. What's going on? Oh, What's I up? know I know you think this is a fair trade. Racial for no, a face No, he doesn't. Suit. No, he doesn't. Charlemagne, what up, champ? What's up, my brother? Racial for a facial. What do you think? We from Brooklyn. We don't play that. Listen, I ain't gonna lie, man. For that kind of deal, Taylor Swift can make an album and put me on the cover as long as she gonna let me shoot on her at the end. <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? You guys are crazy. This is a fair trade. This is not a There's fair trade. There's nothing more disrespectful than busting off in a person's face. So you call me a racial slur, I get the bust off in your face. I don't see the problem. It's oh, a fair trade. Now, now, let me ask you a question, right? Oh, man. Now, let's say a white guy's walking down the block and he heard you just say, Crack ass cracker. It's not the same thing, and the reason it's not the same thing because crack ass cracker is not an oppressive term. Oh, it's not. It's a, it's a term used towards the racist and the bigots. It's not an oppressive term. The N word is an oppressive term. Uh, calling somebody the F word that rhymes with maggot with their gear is an oppressive term. Got you, got you, got you. All yeah. right. 800-585-1051. We're talking racial for a facial. Do you agree? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. And the freaky, freaky, freaky Friday question is racial for a facial. Racial insensitivity or facial insensitivity? From Mo the Monster. Tell him, Yee. Yes, Mo the Monster <laughs> is suing. He's saying that the director had the white actress, even though he told her not to, uh, call him the N-word twice during the money shot scene. And Charlamagne the God thinks that's a fair trade. You you can call me the N-word as long as I get to disrespect you, you and bust off in your did. face. Okay. He said Charlamagne the okay. God agrees. I think that if you, I think that should be a thing. Like if, if anybody calls you a racial slur in an oppressive manner, then sperm should come out of nowhere, out of nowhere. and shoot them in their face. Just out of nowhere, right yes. now. Absolutely. But what if you're having sex with somebody that y'all both really like each other and she, you you always do that to her anyway? Well, that's not, yeah, that's it. not disrespectful. That's why I said it's only disrespectful when it's it's not somebody you love. You're only going to let somebody that you really love do that to you. And that's only on special occasions like birthdays, you know what I'm saying, anniversaries. You just don't, I don't just bust off my wife's face every day for leisure. Well, shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mother's Day was just a, was just a city. Other day. Well, so, you know what that means. That's a special, that occasion. special occasion. Listen, I take squirt in the chest all the time, by the way. I'm a champ, all right? I don't stop, I don't stop licking Hello, when she morning. starts squirting. Hey, good morning. Hello. Hey, how, how are you? you? I'm sorry that you was hearing this. No, you're good, man. You're good. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. Club. Racial for a facial. Would you mind if somebody said uh, something racial to you if you could bust off in their face? I do not mind at all, especially if they're fine. I think that's a fair trade. That is a fair trade. I, this has men, nothing to do I, I with them being men fine. Men have no morals. Y'all are disgusting. This has nothing to do with being fine. It's about disrespect. You call me a racial slur, I'm going to bust off in your face. Imagine a stranger's sperm in your face. My goodness. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Laron. Hey, what's up, bro? We're talking racial for a facial. If somebody says something uh, <laughs> racially <laughs> racial to you, w- would it be okay if you could bust off in their face? Hey, you know what? As my African-American side, man, I'm going to tell you, yeah. You know, man, as a, as a dude from Compton, I'm gonna tell you, yeah. But as a, as a, a military veteran, and to 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 stand up for the Americans across the nation, I'm gonna say no, man. We have to stand up and be better than that. You're not gonna sit here and tell me that in the military, probably Guantanamo Bay somewhere, they didn't put sperm in some uh, terrorist face as they were shaking them down, trying to get information. Yeah. You're not gonna tell me they didn't bust off in a couple of their faces. I, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm not oh gonna God. tell you that. I don't know. So but disrespect for disrespect. That, That's a fair trade. That, but as 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 an American, as an African American, I will not. No, no, I will not. As a, as a, Thank I, you. I, I appreciate I, I you to, for that. I agree with you. Get off right. my phone. I, 
to know better. I, have, right. to show, I have to be better. I have to show better. There right. we go. Now let me go. Let me go to my homie on the line. Trav, you there? Hey! Hey! What up, sis? Hey, what's up, Trav? Now, sis. Hi, sis. Trav. Hey, Trav. A man wants hey. to call. A man wants to call you the f word that rhymes with maggot, right? But you get the bust oh, off in his face. Fair trade or not? No, there ain't no fair trade. Thank you, thank you, Trav. <laughs> but even even the racial thing, like I've had white men reach out to me like on social media and like little apps and stuff, like, oh, let me get that nigger and stuff Ooh. like that. And, I, and I'm like, and I say, I, and, I, and I kindly read them, or I throw an astronomical number at them, like, sure, for fifty thousand bucks, hit me up. Trav, I ain't even talking about a gay man. I'm talking about a straight man that's just homophobic. Calls you the F word that rhymes with maggot. You wouldn't bust off in his face for disrespect? Uh, no, I'm going to call my cousin Keeman him and I'm going to invite him over and we're going to whoop his ass. Not there as fun. You go. Thank <laughs> you, Chad. That's why it's I love Chad. No, that's not, what I'm talking about, Chad. That's, that's like anybody can get their ass kicked. Nah. You can, always, <laughs> you can always look at that straight man and say, yeah, but I busted off in your face, though. Y'all too freaky today. Goodbye. <laughs> same reason you should let a girl eat butt is the same reason you should allow this to happen. Because no. if a girl eats butt and then tries to talk bad oh about you, goodness. you can always look at her and say, yeah, but you ate butt, though. Is this the moral right? to the story? The moral of the story is I believe in fair trade. Okay. Yes. All right, ye. With all countries. Uh, <laughs> yes. We got rumors on the way. I believe in fair trade with all countries. Ooh, let's talk about Eve. Now, she was on her show, The Talk, and she talks about a really dark time in her life. We'll tell you about it. All right, keep it locked. It rumors. has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. Thank God. All right, well, rumors on the way is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Happy Friday. Good morning to you. Happy Friday. Now, let's get to the Wait, rooms. and shout what? out to Kareem. He's in the car listening. As his dad is driving him to school this morning. He How old is he? Uh, Kareem, I think he's only about three or four years old. Oh, that's awkward. I don't think he wants to call in about Freaky Friday, though. So Okay, we'll see what happens when he goes to school this morning <laughs> and he tells his teacher, hey, teacher, can I just... But never mind. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jim Jones versus Fitty. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report talk to with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, so people are wondering, is this Jim Jones versus 50 beef real, or what? Are they just joking around? Are they really friends? Well, when Jim Jones was on The Breakfast Club, you guys asked him I wasn't here that day, and here's what he said. Now, what's your relationship with 50? I, I'm confused. I don't know if y'all... 50, let me start. Um, sometimes. You can't play with them two. No, them you know two, what I'm saying? They no, both no. cancers. They might go too far with each other, then in a nice little tussle. Yeah, and then hug it out. That's yeah. my... Like, I love him. We got in a, a funny, aggressive friendship competition in all matter ways. Like, you know, it's... I say that the best... I could tell you is, you know how when you slap box and mm. almost sure that slap box is going to turn into a real fight? Absolutely. That's me and him. Mm. Well, 50 Cent responded because he saw the Breakfast Club interview, and we're, here's what 50 said. Yeah, I just seen the Breakfast Club. Jimmy popping all that bullshit. I be seeing Jimmy talking about, we Gucci boo-boo here in the Gucci store. Like, we Gucci boo-boo. I'm like, King was going to you up, Jimmy. See, that's what I'm talking about. When you got two cancers who are both aggressive, <laughs> you don't know when they want to yep. fight or not. Because I thought Jim was being playful. 50 and doesn't I, sound like he's being playful. 50s kind of sound like he's being playful, but then he kind of sound like he's being aggressive too. See, I don't understand. 50 says playful is um, something that could get taken seriously if you're in the wrong Absolutely. mood. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Get the strap. All right. Meek Mill, he's supposed to be going to the White House, and that's supposed to happen today. So I don't know if he's supposed to be meeting with Donald Trump or somebody else. 
But allegedly, the subject is going to be prison reform. So mm-hmm. we will see what happens. A lot of people are telling him not to go. Meek should not be doing this. His team shouldn't allow this to happen. So not we'll see what all. happens. I don't know if he'll end up going or not. It's just a PR stunt to deceive people into thinking the Trump administration gives a damn about black people. And it's a lot. And it's a, the, the, the bill that they're... That hasn't even passed it. They're trying to pass. So many civil rights groups are opposing it. Senator Kamala Harris and Cory Booker signed onto a letter opposing the bill. It's just another example of the Trump administration using black people, especially black celebrities, as pawns for their own interests. All right. Now, Janet Jackson is on the cover of Billboard magazine. And by the way, she's getting the Billboard Icon Award. That happens on Sunday this weekend. And she's talking about a lot of issues in this article. She said, like millions of other women, I've struggled with low self-esteem my whole life. I'm doing better in that regard. My inclination toward harsh self-criticism and even self-negation has dramatically eased up. I believe in all the different methods of help, smart psychology, vigorous exercise, and sincere spirituality. So she goes on to say, and while we're talking about positivity, let me also say that my son, even in his short 17 months on the planet, has shown me that love, no matter how deeply you believe you have experienced that emotion, can always go deeper. Love is limitless. And for someone like me, raised in show business where self-concern is always a priority, how fortunate I am now to be concerned first and foremost with the welfare of someone else. I wonder what Jermaine Dupree hears stuff like that. Does he still feel... Happy about that win. I seen he liked her picture on Instagram. Well, he said he moved on. He said he was not thinking about I'm that. Talking about the fact time. she's been suffering from low self esteem her whole life. He's okay? still double tapping. <laughs> right. But like she said, a lot of women suffer from that. A lot of women deal mm-hmm. with that. So you may not know it, but everybody has insecurity issues, things that bother them about themselves, and that's it is what well, it drop is. Drop one of those bombs for Jermaine Dupree for taking advantage of Janet's insecurity issues. So he actually helped her. I'm sure yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he wasn't. He actually helped. He gave a, a lot of support and moral support. I'm yeah, sure he did. Yeah, that's what a partner is supposed to do. Absolutely. Even if it doesn't work out. All right, Eve on her show, The Talk, was discussing when she herself of a um, toxic relationship. <laughs> I didn't have a TV show. I didn't have a record deal. I was just kind of like, what is happening with my life? So I started drinking a lot. I started drinking and drinking and drinking because I didn't want to deal with my emotions. I didn't have anybody to really talk to. Um, I I was even popping Xanax and drinking to numb my pain. And at the time, while I was in it, I didn't see that I was harming myself. Um, I just felt like I was coping, but I really wasn't. Yeah, she says when she crashed her Maserati and got arrested for drunk driving charges in 2007, that's what changed her life. Uh, she actually had to wear an alcohol-detecting ankle bracelet for 45 days, and she said, thankfully, she was able to get healthy. I just want the record to show that I wasn't <laughs> laughing at anything Eve said. I didn't even really hear anything Eve said, because soon as Angelie said uh, Eve went down a dark hole, this guy Envy goes, whoa, and licks his tongue. You know what I'm saying? I didn't lick my tongue. Everybody got time for that. I'm you over guys, here trying to be a professional. You guys, y'all be more mature. I know it's a freaky Friday, <laughs> but relax. I'm over here trying to be I need y'all to relax. We're talking about real-life issues trying here. Trying to be a journalist, and this guy over here Grow with up. his little petty pause jokes. All right, Grow now up. YouTube is launching a new music <laughs> streaming service. So you guys will be excited to hear about that. Now they said um, it's going to be available on Tuesday. And it will have free ad-supported accounts as well as a premium subscription. That subscription will be nine ninety nine per month. Nah, I got title. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm cool on you, YouTube. So all you have is title now. You the, don't have. I have Apple on my phone because it's, it's on, on your phone. But mm-hmm. uh, title is definitely the best streaming service, and it's I, not even close. I got title. I love title. I also have Spotify as well. And I'm not being biased because Jay Z is black. I'm telling you that title is the best streaming service. The title's dope. It's not even close, and it got the best content, and it sounds the best. All right, Shaq is selling his house, by the way, his three-acre mega mansion in Orlando. 
Guess how much that house cost. $26 million. $27 million. $28 million. Okay. You guys were very close. So I guess who would win? You, Envy? Yes. Because you were closest. I was the closest. Envy was on top. <laughs> All right. He bought that house back in 1993 for $3.95 million. But he's done a lot of custom upgrades and expansions since then. So if you want to get this house... You can see that there's it's thirty one thousand square feet. Full basketball court. Twelve bedrooms. Huge pool. It's yes, dope. a Man. custom six thousand square foot basketball court with bleachers. Who can afford to buy that in Orlando? Mickey Twelve Mouse? bedrooms. <laughs> it's no, it's dope. There's a ninety five foot long swimming pool with a waterfall. He's got a hot tub, swim up bar, walk in. Wine cellar, all of these different things. All great, right. great retirement home, sounds like. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, shout to Snoop for joining us earlier this morning. So, we're going to do a Snoop mix. Let Snoop me know your dog. favorite Snoop joint, 800 585 1051, or you can hit me on Instagram at DJMV. Get your request in and shout to revolt we'll see you guys uh in about a week they're off next week so we'll see them they're after that two weeks well look man it's either to be off for two weeks <laughs> or fire the rest of the staff okay, okay. they fired I'm 50 people already know. what do you want revolt got... is off y'all are off for two weeks right <laughs> Two As weeks. they call it, they're going dark for they two weeks. They got a pinch penny somehow, okay? okay. You, f- a, you guys are going down a dark hole right, for well, two weeks. We'll see, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys when we see you. All right. The mix is up next. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning.